Y'all ready to be history? It's starting. Welcome. Hi. 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 Hello, everyone. To the Pro Audio Suite. Thanks to Rode Microphones. These guys are professional. They're motivated. Introducing Robert Marshall from Source Elements and Someone Audio Post, Chicago. Darren Robbo Robertson from Voodoo Radio Imaging, Sydney. Tech to the VO Stars. George the Tech Whitam from LA. And me, Andrew Peters. Voiceover talent and home studio guy. Line up, Welcome to another Pro Audio Suite. Don't forget our Patreon address if you'd like to help us out with a dollar here or a dollar there. It is patreon.com slash Pro Audio Suite. That's it. Uh, you can find the links there if you want to help us out. Indeed. I was just going to say we, uh, we've made a little change. There's some premium content now for our Patreon fans. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. And mm. edit. did we put the naked pictures <laughs> up? Yeah, of you. That's right. And edits of edits of episodes that you won't hear unless you're a Patreon fan, like the extended mixes. Now, Robert, we're trying to get people to sign on, not yeah, run away. Right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All the bits that we cut out. With, yes, that's yes, right. indeed. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. Now this is going to be a bit of a serious episode, but it may change. Sometimes does. we have to do that. Yeah, we have to make up uh, for last time. For the last two yeah, weeks ago. Right. <laughs> no, I've removed the 416, so we're all good right. in that. Okay. Area. Well, okay. I, I'm pretty sure it was Andrew's uh, flatulence that's contributed to the predicament we're in now with the UN <laughs> and the whole world. <laughs> right. All right, thanks. Yeah, now good. You bring good. it around. Well done. Yeah, sir. yeah. Excellent. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> well, the UN announced uh, just recently um, the IPCC, which is the Intercontinental Panel on Climate Change, they've announced a code red. And I think without going into too much detail, uh, it's getting to a tipping point where we can't reverse uh, climate change, which is freaking scary, to say the least. So there's a, a saying, if not me, who? Mm. So I think it's a case of time for me to start doing things. And I, I thought it'd be a really good opportunity for us to talk about the way we work and how we can actually change just a small thing that's going to have a big impact. I think it's got to the point where if you are a talent, you have a home studio, which you should have anyway, that you actually get to a point in saying, I'm not going to get in a car anymore. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think, I, yeah, I think along, you're right. Along with not doing cigarette commercials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're right. I totally agree with you. But I think for that to work, it's actually got to start a step before that. I think it's actually got to start at the client level where they step up and say, well, we're prepared to do that now. We've had you know, a year and a half of COVID and we know that it works and we know that there's no difference in doing it that way from actually having talent attend the session. So I think that one probably requires a change in approach from clients and stuff, doesn't it? I mean, if everybody puts their foot down and says, we're not going anywhere, then it works. But if you've got, you know, some who will and some who won't, then are we just handing those who won't more work. I don't know. You know, there's been a few studios that have said, we we want people to come back in, end of, that's it, which I think is very short-sighted. Well, there's been talent, there's been talent who wants to come back in more than clients is what I've found. They're, yeah. they're tired of dealing with their neighbor's leaf blower and stuff like that. I'll say this, I do have the solution and um, it goes like this. Um, so spell no way. N-O-W-A-Y. Now take the F out of it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> There's no F in way. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't see, I, but still, I'm still puzzled. I, I still don't see what the issue is from people working remotely. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Well, I know some I, people I, are, are technophobes and that freaks them out, but... Um, I think it varies dramatically with the production workflows that are, like, so incredibly, like, tra- even traditional. Like, commercial clearly can be done remotely. Clearly. I yeah. mean, the talent yeah. can be anything anywhere. Not, that, anything not reading to picture is, like, a no-brainer. Right. And, and, and the client can be in their location and they're comfortable at home or sitting in their boardroom, whatever. But the more like the stuff that's done ensemble is still very hard to do well um, and still have the same kind of interactiveness remotely as it has been done. But that is still such a small niche. It's still, of it's what's still possible though. It's possible, but it's, it's definitely not the too. same for the, with the talent. It's a very different thing for the talent. Well, there's some advantages. There, 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 there's actually some advantages as well. So we, we, we've got some clients that are running 14 simultaneous talent, all in separate places geographically, recording in an ensemble for like... Unit, Looping? Usually animated. No, for animated production. Oh, mainly. yeah. Um, but it's possible to do somewhat similar things for looping. Um, but the advantage actually is that now everybody is on a separate track and there's no bleed from the mic that previously was two feet to your left. Yeah, and you don't get exactly. any of that weird phasing stuff that happens when you have a whole bunch of mics in the room at the same time. So, yeah, that's and the there's thing. There's actually some I, advantages. I didn't know that was actually a thing. So there, people are still recording ensemble all in one room with a bunch of microphones standing within a few feet of each other? Like that's a yeah. thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, my Catching gosh. Catching COVID. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. that's a that's a phasing, you know, cancellation, blah, 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 nightmare. That's, that's, that's not easy to do. That's not easy to deal with in the mix. Yeah. Or, or, or maybe they have like, you know, a few rooms to separate people with, Yeah. but what, what studio has 14 separate isolation booths? No, no, none. I mean, I've, and I've, I've seen some clips online where they have like, uh, like a barricade between people or like a plexiglass yeah, shield between, yeah, yeah. Gobo, right. Uh, yeah, but it's still, and that, yeah. that goes a long way. You know, I'm not saying that doesn't, certainly work but it's not that you can't do it and and the one thing that you lose in that workflow is you do get a little bit of latency but the reality is is it's all edited anyways you know yeah. so the the comedic timing is still basically there but there's obviously latency with the internet so it's <laughs> so funny i mean i'm just sitting here poking at my inner email because i i'm i have add right so i can't like just listen to you guys i'm and the email i'm reading <laughs> we are right boring, now yes. <laughs> the email i'm reading right now is we are a radio theater company building out a studio for between eight and ten actors we need help in selecting the right microphones and equipment so that we can record a radio show live to tape with the actors performing off of each other with multi-track recording of each of the performances ending up as ISO tracks in Adobe Audition with no bleed from the other actors. That's literally the email I just opened. <laughs> That's yeah. bizarre. I mean, isn't that weird? Yeah. So, so the answer is don't build a studio. Exactly. No. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If you're radio Save theater. Save on the lumber. Yeah, you don't need a theater. It's theater of the mind. Right. It's yeah. all in Cut another ear. tree down that's going to breathe some oxygen into the world. Yep. Did exactly. you guys hear some of those clips when we were talking about um, uh, uh, radio drama? I guess it's called a radio drama. It's a podcast, 
podcast. But yeah. it's, it's mixed like in, podcast drama. Yeah, but it's mixed in Atmos. Did you did you guys yeah, hear it's, any it's of that? it's coming up. Yeah, that, that, that stuff is coming up more and more. Oh, my That's God. That's the, the right-left game, right? Is yeah, that the one you're talking about? Is that what's called? Left-right or right-left game? I can't remember. Right-left, I think. Yeah, one and, of those. And uh, the right-left game. Oh, my God. Like, well, you know, the funny thing is incredible. I sent you an email when you sent me that, and I was talking to an actor mate of mine who's back in Sydney at the moment, and I said about this, you know, radio play thing, it's, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh, you mean the right-left game? And I went, yeah, how do you know about that? He goes, because I was in the first series. <laughs> I'm like, what? And we're actually Small working world. together on doing exactly that, doing um, radio plays in 3D. Well, it's, it's just, and, and this is all clearly recorded remotely. Right, because I mean, every actor is in completely separate. There, there's a hundred percent isolation. Yeah, you know, they have absolute yep. and complete control over the over the mix and in, in the environment in post. You know, if they were in one space, it would be impossible to recreate this without that level of isolation. Well, I think he went in from what he told me, and I didn't go too deep into it, but I think he just went in on his own and did his lines. Yes, okay. So it wasn't done in an ensemble. It was no. more like a video game where everybody records their lines. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But, but we've had other podcast dramas that are doing a, a whole bunch of stuff remotely. And, and these are, you know, it's not even traveling in your car. It's, it's things that people were getting in jet airplanes and flying for previously. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just not entirely necessary anymore. And you do have a slight hit in your workflow maybe but honestly the only thing i can think of is latency and can you properly get that other person set up you know it's like shipping them a microphone and a pair of headphones and making sure they have a decent internet connection you can pretty much get it to happen and they don't have to build the booth out you know Bobo knows that you can take a lot of garbage audio and make it sound good and just work with Robert every week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Since but, you know, well, just, just uh, for instance, talking about working remotely, I'm, I'm down the coast out of Melbourne. Robbo's in the suburbs out of Sydney. Uh, George, you're in LA. And I'm in the middle of Indiana. Mm-hmm. With the grizzly bears, is that right? Well, the mosquitoes, but <laughs> yeah, on, on some pretty bad internet, as you know. Well, then, yep. and then like, throw into yeah. the mix that we often have guests from the UK and Europe. So, you know, yep. there you go. Pretty much covers yeah, the globe. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, we can oh, interact. We've many and... times had like three continents mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, totally. Three continents, for yeah. sure. Absolutely. It was like the session that um, we did, Robert, from here with uh, Mike in London and you in Chicago. Same thing. And working to pictures. Oh, yeah, totally. With, with, uh, with Somerset. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that was sync to picture. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sure there's probably people listening to this thinking, yeah, yeah, but what about the fact that if you build a home studio, you're using all that material, you're, you know, you're buying your own microphone where a studio would have three. Now, 50 people have got a microphone, each says 50, they've got to be manufactured. You're running power because you've got computers and screens and preamps and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that's right. yeah. I mean, so you know, it, it is a tricky one, it's no but cut and dried. that's where you know you've you've got to say, okay, I'm prepared to pay a little bit more, right. which is, to me is ridiculous anyway. I don't understand why it costs me more to run green power when it costs less to produce it, but that's that's the case anyway. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it, like us, we've, we've my wife and I said, you know what, screw it. It, it. Yes, it's a little bit more, but we're talking about our kids' future here. Five years isn't a long yeah, time, exactly. guys. You know, 
not long at all. No, it's not. And uh, and the other thing is, like, once again, buy buy one thing, buy one good thing. Don't buy ten shit things. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're going to buy a microphone, buy a good one and keep it for life. Keep it for your whole career. I'll, I'll, I'll throw this out, there, which, which is interesting. Uh, Thomas Dolby, did you know that he did one of his albums completely and totally off the grid? No, oh, that's cool. Very cool. Yeah. No. Zero, zero power from the power company or anything. It was completely solar and wind or whatever the hell he figured out because he's like a mad genius. Yeah, the whole album awesome. was produced without any uh, produced power. Yeah, I love Thomas Dolby. He's Interesting. I keep sending him emails, you know. I've got his email address. Oh. I keep asking him to come on the podcast, and he keeps saying, I'm not doing interviews at the moment. That's that's all I get back from him. Oh, he actually replies? Yeah. It's not like an auto-response or something, or his PR, PR person? No, no it's, it, it's him. no, it's definitely him. Oh, okay. I was surprised when it came back, because I sent one to his website, and it came back from him. So, hmm. Far out. Yeah. There you go. I'm looking right now to see what album that With was. Spam. Thomas, yeah. there's a website, there's a story called Thomas Dolby's Very Different View of Progress, which is kind of cool. Yep. I want to read this because yeah. it, it definitely paints a picture of like what he considers progress not, is not all about advancement of technology in this, you know, what Moore's Law is. It Everything doubles, doubles in speed, performance, every, yeah. you know, it's like, it's not all about Moore's Law. It's not all about getting faster or cheaper all the time, you know. Well, sometimes so. Moore is Exactly. Less. Yeah. It says in the article, Dolby's frustration with Moore's Law involves an implicit assumption that four is better than two. Eight is better than four. <laughs> That's the problem. Like, exactly like you said earlier. It's exactly what you were implying earlier, Robert. You're like we have to. We assume that we just have to have a faster computer to get the job done. That we that what we have isn't yep. going to work because because what we have hasn't been erased lately. You know, back in the early days right. of Windows, I would erase my drive every freaking year. It was just no like I would format it and start over. You know, because that's how I knew I was going to keep my computer running well. And uh, I mean, honestly, it's like there's like Pro Tool systems out there and brand new HDX. DSP, this and that, and Pro Tools HD system from 2010 or earlier, whenever it came out, 2005. 2007, I think. Yeah, five, that's six, like a maybe. kick-ass system, incredibly capable and still just as capable as it was back then. Yeah, it does 24192, right? Yeah, 24192, like actually in some respects is just as good. Right. You know, it doesn't have... Like, like the only thing you can say is it doesn't have faster than real-time bounce. And really, that was a decision Yeah, that it's totally capable. But let's be brutally honest. For most of our listeners, you could they could be recording on a, you know, a, a, a G5 Mac with a 001 or, you know, even an M-Box, mm-hmm. the original M-Box, just to record voiceover. You don't need you don't need the totally. latest Mac Pro for fifteen thousand dollars and and you know a massive Pro Tools rig. That's ridiculous. That's what I'm saying because because when you buy that new Mac Pro, there's two things. You're putting another computer. I mean, I'm sure you're using it. And you're not completely throwing your computer away, but you're increasing the likelihood that there's another computer in a landfill eventually. You're making them produce another computer. There's all kinds of heavy metals and all kinds of stuff that goes into making a computer that is not good for the world. And did that other computer fail you completely? And if it did, maybe there's a reason why, like George said, like you just need to reinstall the operating system. 
Maybe yeah. buy a new chip of RAM. Yeah, three quarters <laughs> of the problems people. I bet I, I don't know if there's a statistic on this, but I bet like nine tenths of the reason people buy a new computer is because the one they have is getting slow, and it's not getting slow because it's getting yeah. tired and the memory isn't <laughs> running like it used to and needs an no, oil no, no, change. No, no, no my, it just my needs to be wiped out. Gasket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> computers don't work that way. Like maybe the power supply will fail, yeah. right? It won't turn. Yeah, or or okay. a, a RAM chip can get stupid. A RAM chip can, can go bad, right? Yeah, but and this and and I, I gotta say, I love I love my Mac M1 mm-hmm. machine, right? And this is the problem, right? I love it. Yeah. It's amazing. But another thing, when we talked, I talked I talked about this briefly on my show uh, the other week. The if the M1's storage, the solid-state storage, which is on-chip, it's on-die, right? They seem, they call it a SOC or system on a chip. Is it soldered onto the board? Is it like surface? It's not soldered on the board. board. It's in the SOC. I mean, it's, it's, okay. it's all one thing. If, the, if that fails, which is not that likely, because when's the last time you had an iPhone, like, just fail? Right, like right. how often that does not happen very often, but if that does fail, you cannot boot the device. Right, it's bricked. You, like an older Mac, you could plug in a hard drive externally and boot from the external drive. Oh, there's there's you no can, booting off of an external drive with an M1 machine. Right, because there's no there's no uh, firmware, quote unquote, moving parts. It's yeah. it's all on the chip. So yeah, that I read about that recently. That somebody somebody shared that article with me. And I was like, progress. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just sort of shook my progress, head. progress, though? Yeah, yeah it's like, not. It's, well, I mean, it's like, it's progress in terms of technology, Moore's Law, all of that stuff. And it's remarkably fast and it's remarkably quiet and it uses extremely small amount of electricity, which is good for the planet. I mean, my Mac Mini uses like 10 or 11 watts and the one it replaced used 120 watts. You know, to do the same work. Mm-hmm. It does more right. work for one-tenth power. So it's using less power. There's no doubt about it. And that's good. But I, it's still another disposable piece of tech because there's, it's zero repair, it has a zero repairability score. You cannot it's, repair it. It's one of those things. If you think about electric cars, and everyone's like, oh, because I drive an electric car, now I'm okay to drive all over the place. You're still expending energy. You're still using batteries up that have horrible chemicals in them. Yeah, and which have a lifespan. So still, They're good for what ten right. years, maybe tops. Right, yeah. and, and and there's arguments that like the, yeah. the, the extraction and the creation of those batteries is just as bad for the environment as yeah. other means of producing energy. Oh, yeah. So, so you're still better off not blowing energy, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of just not buying more crap, not fueling the machine, and uh, less is more. It's hard like, to do when you're ways. a technologist. It's hard to do when you it love is. technology. I listen to a lot of tech shows, and this is what we they talk about a lot. Is like, here's the newest thing, and then here's the other side of the coin. We should not keep buying all these new things. <laughs> they constantly I mean, battle with this problem. If there was a giant recession depression, maybe we would start spending less energy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Maybe. Yeah, true. I just know that a year ago, yeah. during the peak of COVID here in LA, the skies were never clear. I remember hearing about in different countries like Iran, where my girlfriend is now, you know, there's smog problems there. And there's cities in, in the country, in the world, that where they didn't ever see the mountains, you know, and then they could. 
I mean, that's amazing. Is alcohol bad for the environment? No. Uh, well, it burns pretty clean. I know that much. Yeah. I'm, I'm not just thinking about consumption yeah. on my behalf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drink enough of it and you'll make a lot of compost when you're dead. Okay. <laughs> well, that was fun. Is it over? The Pro Audio Suite recorded using Rode NTG5s and Source Connect, edited by Andrew Peters and mixed by Voodoo Radio Imaging with tech support from George the Tech Wizard. Help us share the show with more people and get your hands on exclusive content by contributing to our Patreon page. See patreon.com forward slash Pro Audio Suite. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and join in the conversation on our Facebook group. To leave a comment, suggest a topic, or just say g'day, drop us a note at our website, the Pro Audio Suite. Dot com.